to the podcast and back to theory and theology um on this podcast we're still kind of talking about things going on around this season um let me see i've been bouncing back and forth between some of the some of the bible related readings in john about Jesus, about, you know, this time period, um, because I mentioned before that, um, the Jewish holiday of Simchat Torah, um, is over, and then, uh, before that, there was Sukkot, and that's over, um, and, uh, you know, this passage in, in the book of John is quite lengthy and I'm not too sure. Um, I mean, some of it, some of it kind of alludes to, okay, this is the next day and that's the next day, you know, um, or, you know, it kind of seems like it's not all happening in one day. But there was kind of something that was coming to my mind that was interesting just from kind of um, other historical readings that I kind of noticed um, just about Jesus in general as a as a Jewish person. Um, something that's kind of sticking out to me is that he must have been traditionally acceptable to some extent to be able to be teaching in the temple, um, to be able to be teaching people, um, and to have been able to live as long as he did teaching people, um, as well as, you know, this, there's this kind of a sentence um, a, a phrase or a sentence um, that said, oh, how was it worded? Like something about judging by the flesh or something like that. Like it kind of just reminds me of just kind of like, you know, I think we've all been there, you know, um, you know, when the ego kind of gets involved with an argument or a disagreement or not seeing eye to eye on something. And I think it can be very easy to be like, um, just in this other kind of mindset that's not helpful for open-mindedness, um, and just not trying to be, um, like caring or understanding or listening. And it usually comes with a lot of bitterness and anger. I've noticed too, when it's like, Like, you see it a lot in religious debates. You see it a lot in political debates. And I don't even mean, like, from a professional stance, like, rabbis and priests arguing or, like, whatever. Like, or, like, politicians arguing. I just mean, like, person to person. Um, You know, there's always going to be, like, people who see differently. And 
like I can remember being uh like during the pandemic for example um like I have a I have a friend that you know well this isn't like well, it was during like the part of the pandemic where the where black lives matter uh the movement was getting pretty um intensified especially in cities and you know there was a lot of uh uh protesting and different things like that and i know the media was kind of shining more light on um on um you know what do you call like uh um not just the protests but the you know like how there were some riots and maybe some looting and things like that and then there was this kind of idea of like okay we're we're like i remember hearing that there were some kind of implanted people who were kind of like you know creating chaos and this wasn't the common protesters the common people who were trying to have their voices heard their ideas heard um for equality and things like that like it was some other people who you know politicians had maybe hired or encouraged to kind of like create this image that the media would see as just like oh like the blacks are out there being crazy you know kind of thing and then you know police getting involved and all this kind of like there was a curfew and all it was like it was crazy and it's like but I remember talking to somebody about this that you know um totally was not you know seeing the big picture of things and they were you know going off about like you know, and this isn't the first time I've heard this, but people's people that just don't really understand like systemic racism and all these other types of things, you know, that are just like, oh, well, you know, like, uh, like people saying things like, oh, black people in poverty and like, it's their fault or like, whatever. And it's kind of like, you know, I, you know, whatever, I'm not going to go into a whole like rant about it, but it's like, sometimes when there's those types of discussions, it's like, you know, we're going nowhere with this, right? Like, this isn't really something that the person is willing to listen or hear or try to understand. They're angry about it. And they feel some kind of way they feel like attacked about their race, because maybe if they're not a black person, and they feel like, okay, if I'm a white person, and I feel like people are blaming me and angry you know at me being white and it's like well you specifically aren't doing anything wrong you know if you're not doing something wrong then you don't have anything to worry about and you know I know plenty of white people that you know were out there protesting too you know like friends and everything so it's like you know sometimes it's kind of like okay do do people believe in equality do they not believe in it um just trying to hear other people's perspective sometimes can be like kind of hard and I feel like with politics with religion um this type of thing happens very 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 often you hear people um just wanting to fight about everything um and I know too in Jewish culture you know it's not uncommon to have it's not uncommon to have a a person who um, you know, like a type of, a type of debate, like a type of, um, discussion. Um, I feel like Christianity isn't so much that way. Like traditionally 
it's like people go to church, they listen, but there's not really too much of a learning culture, I guess. Um, like I know in Judaism, and I don't know how far this goes back, but in Judaism, there's this culture, you know, something called like a Kavrusa and like, um, through yeshiva, you get kind of like, uh, you know, cause there's, there is very, is very, um, organized, you know, as far as like the learning part. Um, so like I mentioned, like, you know, during the time near Simchat Torah, that's when the Torah portion, like those holy days are over, the the Torah portion's about to begin again from the beginning of Genesis, and then the readings start over again for the whole uh, lunar year, all the way up until, you know, this time period again next year. And of course, the dates change, um, all the dates change, because it's based on a lunar cycle, and so... You know, I mean, you can look up the dates, but it's like the dates of Simchat Torah, the dates of, you know, uh, Sukkot, the dates of Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, like those dates are different um, versus like, you know, the other calendar where it's like the Gregorian calendar where, you know, Halloween, for example, is October 31st. It's always October 31st. Um and so that's one difference that I noticed. And so, like, if you've ever, I mean, I don't like basing everything on movies, but I feel like for people who don't want to go and study, like, like classic history, you know, if you know the movies like, uh, like musicals like Fiddler on the Roof or Yentl, uh, you know, you see themes of, you know, Jewish study, like, you know, that, that uh, popular song where... Is his name Tevye? I can't remember his name. But um, how he's singing, you know, if I was a rich man, I would study the holy books and like that kind of thing. It's kind of like there's this culture where it's like, you know, if you have the means or the support or the financial success, you know, you culturally are able to have more time to study, you know, all of like there's a lot of stuff to study in Judaism. It's not just the Torah. There's like a lot of other rabbinical teachings and all these things. There's like a whole schedule. If you go on 770 Live or Chabad or almost most um, synagogue websites will have at least the basic Parsha, if not um, multiple types of readings like the Tanya and the Psalms and the and the multiple types of readings that you can engage with every single day. Like if you were to read that every day, it takes hours, you know, to actually follow it. Like you're, it's not like commanded to have to do it all, but it's like, if you are really studying like that, there's like a planned out schedule that you can do every year. Um, I feel like Christianity doesn't have that. Like people kind of read what they're reading, if they're reading and then they go to church and then other than when like Christian holidays come up, you don't really see people talking too much about the same topics. Um, it's like, yeah, Easter, everyone's going to talk about that. Christmas, everyone's going to talk about that. You know, Thanksgiving, there might be something, you know, even though it's not necessarily a Christian holiday and like, um, you know, Christians don't have that many holidays really. Um, but yeah, like it, it's kind of different, right? So, um, you see, you see that kind of aspect of study that, that kind of, uh, um, 
that kind of culture of like studying and people like involving involving themselves with one another and um just yeah just mostly the studying the studying culture um and even like how many times in the new testament does it even say you know like how does how did like when referring to jesus there's a lot of times that you know the religious leaders are saying like how does he know all this like he he hasn't he he didn't he didn't go to school or he didn't learn or where did he learn these things he's from um like he's from nazareth or like from galilee or you know there's always these debates about like how does he even know all this stuff and then there is this kind of uh you know historical historically people say that you know Jesus was learning from from Hillel who was a a person at the time whose teachings were uh not learn I don't know if it was learning directly from Hillel learning directly from that rabbi but that rabbi's teachings were very popular and so people who are very um familiar with Hillel can you know read you know what Jesus says but usually those people who are familiar with Hillel aren't usually reading the New Testament with Jesus in it like usually it's a different type of religious Jewish person that doesn't believe in Jesus that's that's familiar with Hillel and usually in Christianity you're not like hearing anything about Hillel and so but yeah like I'm I'm just mentioning it to say that like there's this culture with like the teachings and the and the rabbinical teachings that people follow um I guess they call like the yoke of the rabbi like you know how you put like a yoke like an oxen yoke um to kind of put one oxen with the other oxen and then they just one of them guides the other one um you know like that kind of thing and so I just find it interesting that you know that that section of of John has Jesus talking a lot um about all different types of topics it's like every paragraph is like just very it's just very confusing in my opinion it's like nothing straightforward the way that he's speaking doesn't seem it's just it's just i mean okay so you know when you when you read something and it's like the it's a different style of of speaking so the writer is writing kind of like narrating what's going on like Jesus went here and did this or whatever it may be and then you hear Jesus words and it's just like what like what is he talking about like where did he bring up this topic from and why is he talking about this and it always sounds like it's in some kind of riddles almost and it's just different topic after topic and it's a lot of information so it's hard to tell like is this happening back to back um in the same day or these like multiple different days because it seems like it's spread out maybe it's possibly spread out or it's possibly all within that time period um but even like I don't know like I was saying I don't know how how long ago um the tradition of having a harusa started 
But a chavrusa, basically, like, if you're in the yeshiva and if you're studying in the yeshiva, um, like, you don't have to be trying to get a rabbinical degree or become a rabbi officially, but you can still study um, in the yeshiva and, you know, um, as a Jewish person and, you know, go there every day. I know 770 Live has a live stream of the yeshiva there at Chabad where you can go online and just see, like, the cameras if people just, like, studying, you know, and it's like they're either studying or they're dancing or there's some kind of like a a speech going on and people are listening or whatever, but there's almost always something going on, but it's no longer available on like Sabbath and certain like Jewish holy days. It's not available anymore. It used to be available all the time, but now it's not. Um, And it's just very interesting to me that you can see, you know, people always studying in there and you know, it doesn't really say exactly what people are studying. It's like a whole it's groups of people um, and people are there studying, sometimes solo, sometimes in groups, sometimes in pairs. Um, and it's a very studious culture. You know, not everybody's always doing it, but, uh, you know, it's an individual, you know, practice. But I feel like Christianity doesn't have that um, not, not in that way, not where it's like, you can go to like, almost any city and find a place where Jewish people can go and like study. Um, that's not very common in Christianity like that. And so I find it interesting that, you know, it does exist in, in, uh, in Judaism, and that there is this kind of like, culture of study, and, you know, speaking and being able to like, talk and like, different types of I'm not going to go into the different types of learning and and studying but part of it it one of the types of of studying does include like a form of like speaking to one another like almost not necessarily to fight but in like this debate kind of form uh so even in the bible it's kind of interesting when we see like Jesus talking and then other people are like commenting and then you have like the priests and the chief priests and the temple police and the Pharisees and Sadducees and all these other scribes and all these other people who are always just there like saying something it's like that sounds like it would be a common thing it sounds like it wouldn't be out of the norm culturally to have people just actually discussing different things um and you know some 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 bibles um i actually like the ones that have the footnotes that actually have like the references to like where something is said somewhere else like it, it'll be like from isaiah or from malachi or, like whatever and like sometimes like when you see certain things that jesus might say you know it's like referenced somewhere else in the old testament um and you know it's just interesting to me um just the whole learning culture of everything is just interesting to me um because it's kind of like looking at it in a different light you know when people when people as christians read the new testament it's usually like oh these these people are bad guys and you know the pharisees and all these people are evil against jesus but I, i was thinking about it and i was like you know uh, maybe, maybe they were picking on him, but also he was in the temple teaching too. And so it's like to be able to be in the temple, I mean, that's different. I mean, there's a, there's history about 
even like John the Baptist in the wilderness and things like that, um, a lot of the people who potentially could have come out into the wilderness um, with John the Baptist uh, to get baptized by him, um, people say that, you know, you know, according to Bruce Chilton, you know, it's it's possible that those people weren't allowed to come into the temple for some for some reason or another. Either they weren't considered good enough or they weren't following the commandments or they had some some kind of, you know, something that, you know, like there are multiple reasons in the Old Testament why somebody can't come into the temple. Um like women menstruating or, you know, if you didn't go to the mikvah and to be able to go to the mikvah, you have like, which is like a ritual bath to be able to go to that. You have to have all these other qualities like in place. Um, and so you, you know, um, so it seems like Jesus was allowed. Um, I guess that's what I'm trying to get at is like, it seems like in his life, something that I maybe wasn't catching on to until maybe recently was that, you know, Jesus is, was kind of like allowed, um, to come in, you know, he was in good standing with the, with the religious leaders at the time, um, enough so to be able to, you know, get into the temple, to be able to be in their teaching, you know, like, yeah, they were arguing and yeah, they didn't, always see eye to eye and there was some speculation and some concern about his teachings and things like that but usually the beginning questions were you know how did he learn all this it wasn't he's wrong it's like how did he learn all this where does he know all this from like they weren't initially saying oh this guy's wrong and he's completely false um, it seems like eventually there might have been some form of uh, a jealousy or um, envy or bitterness or some ego involved um, that were making the religious leaders of the time start to react like they did and all this stuff about like kings and messiahs and, you know, um, the son of God and and, you know, uh, you know, coming from heaven and all these other things that were, those were the things that seemed to kind of get, uh, the leaders of the day more angered. Um, and, you know, there was that conflict with Jesus and the religious leaders, it seemed like for those reasons, uh, but yeah, I'm still, you know, I'm still slowly kind of looking at those types of topics, uh, just because I find it of interest to myself and just, it's like a time period thing. Um, I'm kind of like, well, this is like the time period, um, that, um, this is the time period where, where this kind of stuff would have been you know, happening, um, that's kind of why I started reading it is because of, you know, Simchat Torah passing, well, Sukkot passing, and then Simchat Torah, it's like, this is about the time period where Jesus in the book of John would have been saying that kind of stuff, um, but, um, 
yeah, I'm not, I'm not fully sure about the timeline of what he's speaking, what he's speaking about, like, because it doesn't really say, it doesn't really separate it out, like, okay, then the next day, and then the next day, like, it shows him, you know, saying he's not going to go to the festival of Sukkot celebration, he ends up going secretly, and then about midway, he starts teaching, and then on the last day, he's also teaching, and then it sounds like after that last day, there was the, there was a day following that that he was teaching um because it sounded like you know they said that they went everyone went one way and he went to the Mount of Olives or whatever wherever he went um he went somewhere almost implying that it was maybe another day um but then there's all these different paragraphs after that portion where it's like him talking about these different topics uh all of a sudden and there's this kind of, you know, the people believing and the people saying, like, you know, should we believe, should we not believe, uh, trying to make up their minds, and then the religious leaders trying to make up their minds, and then there's this kind of uh, also, at the same time, this simultaneous concern about, like, should he be arrested, should he be killed, like, um, because of these types of things, like, is it is he saying accurate things? Is he not saying accurate things? Um, it, so, at least according to the book of John so far, it doesn't seem like people are saying he's, he, they've all concluded that he's saying the wrong things. It sounds like they're having trouble trying to catch Jesus and saying something wrong. But then there's also this idea that they don't want him around, even though he's not saying something wrong. They're trying to, like, catch him. Um, and uh, it's just it's just interesting to try to look at a story from that perspective, right? And be like, what is going on? <laughs> you know, like, that's kind of how when I'm reading it, I'm like, what is going on? Like, it's just kind of like a, a, an interesting thing, but, um, yeah, like, um, I mean, it sounds like Jesus knows what he's talking about, um, and he's talking basically to Jews, he's talking to Jewish people, um, and the Jewish people are like, oh, like, you know, is this accurate, is that accurate, um, like, if you think about, you know, if a lot of these people have been learning since their youth, they would know a lot of this stuff, you know, they would know, oh, like, that's false, or this is false, or that's true, um, but when you have somebody saying false stuff in the religion at that time period, that's definitely not good, like, people don't, you know, take that lightly, um, but it doesn't sound like he's saying false stuff. He's just saying stuff that's hard to hear or difficult to understand and kind of challenging people on like, you know, you should understand. Like, it's kind of like this challenge between like, do you really not understand what I'm saying or do you not want to understand what I'm saying? 
like, um, like, it's almost like when, uh, I don't know how to explain this example, but... Like, it's almost like when you, um, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't know what, 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 I don't know how to describe this, but I think a lot of people experience this, where it's like, there's a truth that you don't want to know, you know, like, um, I don't know a good example, but it's kind of like, I think everyone kind of has that in their life on occasion where it's like there's a truth that you don't want to know or like a an idea or something that comes across where you're just like I don't want to I don't want to change my thinking on that it's too complicated you know like it's too uh difficult of a topic to touch you know it it it, it makes me think different it makes me think weird um I feel like it happens, like, all the time in, like, for example, maybe, like, couples therapy. Um, you know, one spouse is trying to speak to, you know, their experiences of how come things aren't going very well. Um, and then, you know, the other partner is, like, wait, like, like, either, like, trying to lie about it and, like, oh, that didn't really happen or, like, um you know, like, gaslighting, or being, like, that didn't really happen, or, like, some form of, uh, like, denial, or, um, you know, or even, like, when, when people are telling stories about, um, about, either about their life, or about, um, certain experiences, you know, sometimes when people are telling stories, you know, they might tell, like, a very incorrect, inaccurate story, inaccurate version of something, um, you know, like, I don't know, like, it, it just seems kind of like it's along those same lines, where it's like, the religious leaders of the time were kind of like, you know, not necessarily not believing Jesus. It's just that they were not wanting to or, um, you know, because they were seeing and hearing him and seeing and hearing what he was saying and everything. They were, I don't remember if there's a part of the Bible where they're like, he's not allowed in the temple anymore. I mean, he was always allowed in to my, to from what I remember. And so it's like, well, to be allowed in, you have to have, like, a certain standing. Like, if people really think you're some evil person or some false person or some kind of uh, deceitful person, they're, you know, you're not going to be allowed to be in there, let alone teaching in there. You know, that would have been nipped real quick. They would not, They would not allow that to keep happening. And so... Yeah, it's just kind of thoughts that kind of come up uh, with this whole time period with, uh, with with the book of John anyways. 
Um, I don't think I'm going through the whole entire book of John. Um, but I mean, I don't know how to get the time periods right, but it, it's all technically this kind of time period. I mean, I like, I like this. I like, I like, um, trying to stay kind of a little bit connected to certain times a year. Uh, but I don't really do, I'm not a big Halloween person, you know, so, um, it's kind of hard for me to be all like pumped up about Halloween. Um, and so I'd rather study like paganism and, you know, Jewish holidays as well. And, you know, like, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm, you know, against Halloween. I, it's just not something that I need, you know, like, I think, um, I don't know, from, like, the supernatural perspectives of things, you know, when people talk about Halloween, they're always like, oh, it's when the veil is open, and all the supernatural related things kind of have, like, a closer, um, opportunity to get, like, interacting with humans, like, I don't think I want that, you know, I don't want interact with with those things um it you know it's kind of a choice that I don't really want to and so I just don't really um necessarily like like traditionally celebrate any of it but um I'm also I don't like completely do nothing I'm not just like sitting home and like doing absolutely nothing like for me, this is a lot more fun, you know, I'd rather just study paganism and study Jewish holidays and all that kind of stuff, like, to me, that's a lot more fun, um, to study history and all that kind of thing, and, um, yeah, so I guess that's kind of all I had to say about that, I mean, I, I wasn't even gonna go that route, I was actually gonna talk about I was actually going to talk about uh paganism themes in in Game of Thrones cuz my uh my stress levels have definitely gone down and so I can watch some more intensive stuff that I don't normally watch and for that reason, you know, I've been kind of back to watching Game of Thrones and uh I feel like that's kind of fitting for the time period, you know, and it's uh you know, a lot of it about the the old gods and then the new god of light and all this kind of stuff you know there's like themes like that that kind of come up um as well as all these like complex like wars and things but um you know I I am not sure I mean I'd have to read more into it but I think Game of Thrones might have some kind of pagan theme to it um especially with the time period. I mean, like, of course, it's not, like, real history, but just, like, the way that some of the gods are, um, how there's, like, the trees and, like, the, you know, out in the forest and all this kind of stuff. Um, that, to me, does sound similar to a lot of stuff that I was learning through uh, studying about what this... Uh, uh, Wisdom of Odin, uh, channel was saying about, um, um, Norse paganism, and, you know, 
I mean, it's not all, like, specifically, like, a religious series, but, you know, I'm I'm definitely seeing themes, you know, the settings being in, like, um, you know, certain areas of, like, Europe and, you know, all these different kind of themes of that time period where there would have been, you know, uh, probably predominantly pagan-related uh gods and uh um just a lot of uh pagan beliefs and practices um but I don't know how accurate it is I mean a lot of times when they have like you know vikings and you know all these different types of groups of people I've heard that you know a lot of it's historically inaccurate a lot of times too so, I mean, I, I'm so new to all this studying about paganism stuff that it's just like a jumble of things that I'm not very well versed in compared to like Judaism. Like I've studied Judaism since probably like high school and um, I've, you know, been pretty involved um, with that kind of studying. So I have a, I have a, a better foundation with that. But it's not like paganism never came up. It was more like stay away from it. That was the message I always got was stay away from it. And so, of course, me being me, I never fully stayed away from it. Because I was like, whenever somebody tells me to stay away from something, I'm like, well, why? Why should I stay away from it? Like, why Why can't I learn about this thing that people say stay away from? You know, what's so wrong with learning about like a different culture? Um Especially when, you know, I was raised in a religion where, you know, it came up a lot. Like, people talked about it, but then they're like, but don't study it and don't don't dabble with any of it because it's wrong and evil and bad. And I'm just like, but I don't even really know pagans, you know? Like, I don't really know any pagan people, you know? From the people, it seems like online, it seems like they're their beliefs are very similar, um, to Christian traditions and things, um, and not as different as people are trying to make them seem. I think the, maybe one difference is, like, the ancestral god aspect of things, um, like, people who are maybe Scandinavian or from certain, like, cultural backgrounds from certain countries, like Germany or wherever, um, their ancestral, you know, traditions of gods and things, I mean, they can, like, link their, um, own, like, identity to, like, what their ancient ancestors were doing versus, like, a lot of other people, maybe they convert into different types of paganism or maybe, you know, um, I have heard about, like, you know, there being kind of, like, in a way, like, maybe, like, a white supremacy. Like, not, not, like, that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying what I've heard about, like, um, that aspect of white supremacy with, like, um, and I'm not even saying, like, in a, in a bad way. Just kind of more, like, pride. Like, a pride in, like, uh, culture, like, the white cultural, like, ancestral background, because technically, you know, if these people are tracing back to, like, their ancestral heritage of, like, religion, 
um, and trying to practice what their ancestors kind of were worshiping and stuff like that, it seems more like they would, um, like they would, uh, they would practice it, you know, and, you know, there would likely, it would likely be linked to, you know, their ancestors being introduced to this, uh, where it would be like a racial and ethnic type of a thing. Um, and then it seems like in modern culture, there's some questioning between like people who convert from whatever, you know, racial or ethnic background compared to the people who are actually using the religion, tracing it back to their actual heritage. Um, that's kind of what I mean by white supremacy. I don't, I don't want to, I mean, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with, with white people having pride in their, in their culture. I think it's different though, when people, any group thinks that, that they're better or uh, above any other group of ethnicities or races, that's kind of more so where I have a problem when it's like not, equal like where there's not equality being taught uh but I can't speak to that I can't say that they're not teaching equality or that they're not um talking about that but it does seem like there is some room for some prejudice in some groups you know like I I can't say it's everybody but it, it is a theme that's come up more than once uh, reading through like chat rooms and and like comments and stuff where people are like, oh, like I'm this race or I'm that race, and then some people have something different to say about that. Some people are like okay with it, and then other people are like, like uh, you kind of can't come up in here. This is our space, and I kind of get it. You know, I kind of get it. Like, um, I'm thinking like you know, uh, like tribal religions in 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 Africa. You know. Um, those would be traced back to different ethnicities and racial groups. And if there were other groups that were trying to come in and just like start practicing it, I could see how there could be some pushback about like different races coming in and being like, oh, I want to practice this religion or whatever. Um, you know, and then it's like, there might be some discomfort from some people, you know, um, I can understand that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not here to say one way or another. I mean, I feel like Judaism kind of has that in there too. It's kind of like a, a, like, yeah, you can convert to Judaism, but you, you know, there's a bloodline, um, involved and, you know, um, it's very specific with the, with the bloodlines and things. And so, um, you know, like you can convert, but you know, the bloodline is still important in Judaism and they do like to know like the bloodline lineages and things like that of who's Jewish. Um, that's not uncommon in tribal religions. And so, you know, I, you know, I wouldn't say that there's anything really wrong with that, you know, but I, you know, I'm not from a background where, I've been like actively involved with any groups that were really like ethnically just like okay you have to be this or else you can't come in um so I don't really know what that's like but um um all right well I gotta start working 
<laughs> I don't want to. I'd rather just be recording this stuff all day. But um, that's kind of as far as I've gotten for the moment in time. And thank you for listening.